Hey everyone, Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, this is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 374, and today we are going to talk about field trips. If you want today's show notes, go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, look for episode 374, and the topic, field trips. All right, guys, well, field trips are... Some of my favorite things to do, and especially as a homeschool mom, it was so much fun. Um, I do remember being a little bit stressed (laughs) when I had little ones and trying to figure out, oh my gosh, you know, are they going to be good or are we going to remember everything we need to bring? So I'm going to talk to you about that today, um, about creating memories with your kids and just really ways to spark their curiosity. I want to thank today's sponsor, Media Angels and the Media Angels membership site. If you want some really great deals on online classes that you can just pay a one-time fee and be able to enjoy them, uh, check out the website, and I think you'll be very pleased. So today we are going to talk about field trips and, you know, how many of you have gone to the firehouse or the police station or things like that. But there are some really cool field trips that you can take, like visiting a bakery um, or maybe going into a law office or even the courtroom. And I can tell you from my experience that just exposing kids to learning outside of the books is a way to really um, motivate them to learn more. In fact, some of the kids when um, you know visiting a bakery wanted to be a baker or uh, going into the courtroom knew that they didn't want to be a lawyer or whatever that is and you know how many little boys want to be a policeman or a fireman and so um, you know these are things that 
um, you are exposing your kids to. And it's also expanding a child's world. It gives them a different experience than just reading something in a book. And you can follow up on something that you're learning at home as well um, with a field trip. So um, I remember going to the Nature Center after we had done a huge unit study on animals And so we could go to the nature center and see the snakes and the turtles and the tortoises and all of the different things that they had available. And it was a hands-on nature center, which was really great. And so we could really um, learn more just by uh, following up with that. And also, I remember um, one time going to an organic garden that was used to combat world hunger. We have a place in uh, Fort Myers, the second, the name escapes me, but it is a place where people come that are missionaries that want to plant crops, and they work with them on some crops that are really hardy, um, or even crops that have um, more nutrition for the people. And so we went to this place um, and we bought some seeds and things like that and came home and did some planting. Uh, We went to another place that made wood pens. And I remember the kids got really excited about creating their own pens. Um, There was a cost for this. But then afterwards, they wanted to make some of those to give as gifts. So Um, A lot of times when we do things um, like that, you know, there is some kind of offshoot that happens. One time after visiting the theater, we parents decided to set up a play for homeschoolers that centered around Thanksgiving. Um, We also attended some of the practices for the symphony orchestra. Sometimes they open those up. You have to be really, really quiet. So I would only go um, if there are um, older children and you have special permission. Um, We visited places like ethnic restaurants um, as a family. We were studying the Greek culture. So we went to a Greek restaurant, and we saw sponge boats in Tarpon Springs and went shopping in the area. Another time, we visited a French restaurant, or we went to one that had Indian cuisine. And so we we were able to eat more of the authentic foods, more than the common Italian and Spanish food that we might eat all the time. And that has become part of our American culture. We were able to eat things that were a little bit different. And of course, you know, the kids might be a little bit finicky or picky, but we had already prepared um, by studying the culture. And so they were excited about it. As homeschool uh, parents, of course, we turn things into school, or at least I do. And I used field trips as a tool to further the learning process. I have some forms that I loved uh, that had, you know, plans for before we took the field trip and plans for during the day of the field trip and plans for follow up after the field trip. If you are a subscriber at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, uh, that planner is available. It's a, a field trip planner and it's available the entire month of October. Um, If you're listening to this in the archives, then it is available through the Media Angels membership website. Um, So check that out. So we use forms to help the kids prepare ahead of time, but we have to be careful um, not to make everything school, which comes naturally for me. And that's why um, I like to experience things firsthand. 
I remember, too, that one of the things that was really important for me um, was to have something tangible after the field trip. So whether the kids were taking pictures that they created a little book with or if they were um, going to write something about their field trip that they could put into their notebooks. You know, field trips allow kids to see underwater in an aquarium, or they can go to a science lab and actually see what the scientists are studying. They had opportunities to look under high-powered microscopes or to look through telescopes at a planetarium. So we didn't have to go and buy the super expensive equipment. Um, They had those available there. And then if the kids were really excited, guess what? They got a telescope for Christmas or they got a microscope. And so um, we were able to incorporate even some of their gifts um, around things that we learned at field trips. Uh, We were able to touch historic artifacts. Uh, We could go to places like Thomas Edison's Winter Home, um, where his science lab was still intact, or Henry Ford's home, which was next door to to Edison's, and learn all about Henry Ford and Thomas Edison, as well as um, Mr. Firestone, who also had a home uh, next to these other two uh, very famous men. The children learned about the gardens that were around these homes. Edison um, had things that he planted from uh, places far away, and so the kids got to experience that. And it does help support other academic concepts as well as critical thinking. Kids who visit different places have to learn how to get along, and they need to act well in public, right, and be attentive when the adults are talking and teaching. So basically, this is socialization. You know, is there going to be a child who has a meltdown? Yes, it happens. Um, Invariably, you know, someone's tired or, um, you know, maybe they, they do have some issues. And so you just need to be careful to you know, be at a place where you can take your child out and then have someone else there to watch your other kids um, if they are on this trip along with you. They can also enjoy time to be with friends. I taught my uh, children to walk with their hands behind their backs or in front or even put them in their pockets until they gave they were given permission to touch things. And of course, I'm talking about younger children here. But you can use this with any age, especially if your child is one that likes to touch things. It also sets them up to understand that, you know what, we can't touch everything. And so it really helped even when going into the store, like the grocery stores and things like that. Um, And yes, I made even grocery shopping sometimes an adventure um, with a scavenger hunt or something along those lines where the kids had to find certain things. Uh, So when they were little, they may have been pictures on a piece of paper. And when they were older, um, I might have said, you know, find me things that that are words that you would hear in uh, about in reference to space, like Milky Way bars and things like that. Field trips are also multi-modalities. So what do I mean by that? They're not only hearing and smelling and seeing and maybe touching and experiencing, but they're also interacting. So they're learning with all of their senses, which is going to help them retain that information, and especially if you do some kind of follow-up activity. Again, it can be something like the kids can do a one-minute video, or they can um, you know, draw a picture, or they can take pictures and come up with a collage. Whatever that is, it can be something fun that just shows that, yes, we were there, and yes, we did learn something. 
Field trips bring the world into the home, and what they learn can be studied some more. So, for example, um, after we went to some of these, you know, different restaurants, then we wanted to make some of the Greek foods at home, or you know, explore the culture some more. It also allows the kids to explore. At home. So after we went to the aquarium, my kids wanted to set up their own fish aquarium. So we have a pond. So they started out simply with just getting some pond water and scooping out some minnows. And that was, you know, made them happy for a while. And then finally we graduated to the goldfish. And then at one point we had a really nice size aquarium. And so these, this came along after a field trip, right? After going, um, a lot of times, uh, you know, the pet stores can even be a field trip. That is something uh, that is available in most hometowns. It's very hard to go into a pet store, especially if you are a lover of pets and not walk out with the purchase pet. Um, so make that distinction ahead of time. We're going to go to the pet store, um, but we're not going to buy anything and let the kids know. You know, I think it is important to allow the kids to know what to expect. You want them to be prepared. Yes, we cannot um, know everything that's going to happen at the field trip, but if you give your kids a heads up, for example, we're going to be going to the fire station. There's going to be a lot of kids there, and we're going to be talking to the firefighters. And so I expect you to stand near me um, when we get to the event. If you want to be by a friend, you need to let me know. And, um, you know, ask. And then also there's no running. There's no touching anything. And then ask your children. So what are we going to do at the fire station? And what do I want you to do? Name me one or two things. And just check to see if they're listening to what you're saying. Also, pack well. So... One of the things that um, we had in our car at all times was a backpack with some things in it. Or And then as the kids got older and there were other things we did, we had pegs in our laundry room where we would have, you know, different um, bags or packs set up. For example, we had a beach bag that had sunscreen and little baggies to collect shells and then bags with holes in them to collect shells and then laminated um, shell charts. So when the kids said to me, what is this mommy? And I didn't know I could hand them that shell chart and then we could look it up. And, um, you know, all those kinds of things are already ready to go. So if you're going on a field trip, something generic that you would use at all times, you know, would be to have a small backpack, um, a set of binoculars. They don't have to be fabulously expensive, but just a set of binoculars that you would leave in the bag. Um, again, little baggies, maybe zipper baggies for some samples if you are allowed to take them. For example, if you came to beaches in Florida and you found these awesome sand dollars or these awesome starfish, you cannot take those from the beach because they're alive. So you can't take anything in a shell that's close. So you have to know the rules from for the place where you're going. We were um, somewhere um, where you couldn't take certain um, artifacts from the ground. Um, like, for example, uh, something that might be fossilized or even petrified wood. There was so much petrified wood taken from forests that there no, you just can't walk around and see it anymore like you could in the past. Um, you know, cameras uh, or a, a camera on a cell phone would, be, would work and that would be fine. 
you know, paper and pencil. Um, also bring something like um, wipes and, you know, like paper towels, you know, just a few of those because you never know when there's going to be uh, spills and um, invariably you're going to need it. And that is a first aid kit. I remember um, going on a trail walk one time where a child had uh, needed a Band-Aid for behind his shoes because he wasn't used to wearing closed shoes and they really wanted you to wear them. Um, on this field trip. And it wasn't for our family, it was for another family. And of course, we were able to whip out our our trusty first aid kit and give someone a Band-Aid, and the mom was very appreciative. If you can take bottled waters, you know, you definitely want those as well. And, um, you know, also some food for snacks. I mean, that might be for later. You don't want people sitting there munching on the trail. You know, you want to save your snacks and things like that for later. Um, and also a picnic lunch. It is so much fun when you are going on a field trip to be able to go to the park or have a picnic lunch. And that's something that is just different than maybe what you're used to doing. Whatever you do, friends, have fun. Enjoy your time with your kids. And believe me, field trips are one of the best ways to learn a lot more than what you would actually learn in a book. So take care, everyone. God bless. Um, I will talk to you soon. Again, if you want today's show notes, go to uh, Field Trips, episode 374 on VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.